Hey, everybody, welcome back to the In Your Business podcast, your go-to podcast for leadership, business, and finance. I'm your host, Michael Sayer. CUI Wealth Management produces this podcast. CUI Wealth Management focuses on financial advising for business owners, as well as retirement plans such as 401k plans. So if you need a second opinion on either of those, please reach out to us and we're happy to help. Today, I wanted to talk about something that's really important and it's a common question we get all the time. And it's critical because everyone wants to know how much they can take from their investment accounts without running out of money in retirement. And this is a valid question because think about it like this. The average American lives to age 77 these days and the average retirement age is age 61. Now you might say, well, I thought it was 65 or 67 or something like that. Why is it 61? This is, this is one of the reasons why the average retirement age is age 61. It's because Sometimes we don't choose when we're going to be retiring. Sometimes our body gives out before we hit retirement age. Some people just can't wait until they can get into you know social security as soon as they possibly can. And some people, they have um, health problems or they get laid off from their job early on. So whatever the case is, there are reasons why not everybody waits till age 65 or age 67 to retire. Now think about it like this. If you retire at age 61 and you live till age 77, that's 20% of your life that you need to be able to fund in some form or fashion. And part of the reason why this is such an important topic is because people look at social security and they say, well, the other option is, is to have it mostly funded by social security. But we all know that that is made to fund about a third of your retirement, or at least that's what it actually generally funds for the average person is about a third of their retirement. Not to mention that with the current projections, it's it's uh, looking like it will run out of funds by the year 2041 if things continue to do what they're currently doing. So at any rate, as you can see, this is a very important topic and something that definitely needs to be addressed and talked about. The other thing that I think is really important for us to remember is that there are a lot of financial entertainers out there that talk about uh, some strategies that can be outright dangerous when it comes to making withdrawals from our retirement accounts and our investments in retirement. And we'll address that in a minute. Let's talk about the common rules of thumb when it comes to taking money out of our retirement accounts in retirement. The most common rule of thumb is the 4% rule. So generally speaking, if you talk to most financial advisors, financial planners, they're going to say you can take about 3 to 4% of your total assets every year without having the, the risk of running out of money. Now, that is not a guarantee by any means. And that is assuming you're going to take the money out for 30 years. It's also assuming a balanced portfolio. What a balanced portfolio is, is a 50-50 stocks and bonds portfolio or a 60-40 stocks to bonds portfolio. Like I said before, just following those, those uh, numbers and following that advice does not guarantee anything, but that is at least a rule of thumb that is commonly used in the industry and something that, that has been looked at from multiple angles. So here's what is outright dangerous is there are a lot of financial uh, entertainers who may not be licensed to give financial advice who who have recommended or or who have at least shown the possibility of taking more 
a higher percentage out of your retirement nest egg on an annual basis. Let me give you an example of why this can be dangerous and why this is also sometimes tempting for people to want that to be the case. When you look at the average retirement account uh, in the US, it's it's somewhere around 100,000. Now that that looks at those who are just entering the workforce and those who are retiring. So when you look at averages, and we're going to be talking about averages in a minute and why this is important, but when you just look at averages, that doesn't tell the whole story. But if your retirement account is low and someone gives you hope that maybe you can take a, a much higher distribution rate, it's really tempting to want to believe that. So think about it like this. The S&P 500, which is the 500 largest companies here in the United States, that has averaged about 10% over the last 30 years, ending December 2023. Looking at that, it's really tempting to say, well, if it's averaging 10%, why do I only why can I only take 4%? And now that's also assuming that you had everything in equities, which is not something you generally want to do when you're in retirement, right? Because there's so much more risk that's involved. But if it's average 10%, why can't I just take 8% and invest everything in the S&P 500? Let me give you a little bit of perspective as why this can be dangerous. When you look at averages, it doesn't tell the whole picture. So you look at the S&P 500 having done about 10% on average, but if you break it down year to year, even when the years are positive, Generally, there is going to have there there often a point during that year where it has been negative during the year, and also take into consideration that there are some big swings that have happened in the markets over the course of the last thirty years. There have been times where the market has gone down thirty percent or more in a year. There are times when it's been up to double digits, but there's also times when it's been down double digits. But if you average it out, once again, it's 10%. Here is an example of how this can be dangerous. Let's say you have a million dollars in a portfolio. And let's say that you decide to take 8% out as a distribution rate. Now, this is all hypothetical. This is just giving you some ideas and something to think about as to how this principle works. You take 8% out. Let's say that the market has a horrible year that year and it goes down 32%. That hypothetical once again. Now, if you had a million dollars and that happened, that 8% plus that 32% drop, you're down 40% in your portfolio. Now, how, how much how much does it take for that portfolio to get back to that million dollars that you started at? It's not going to just take 40%. So if you take 600,000 times it by 40, it's $240,000. If you add that back together, if you had a 40% return after having a 40% loss, you're going to only be at $840,000 total. It actually takes 66.66% to, to get close to where you were before. So if you take 60,000 and multiply it by 66.66%, it, it doesn't quite get you there, but it gets you very close within striking distance of a million dollars. So that's assuming you made over 66% in one year after you had a 40% drop in the market. 
But you got to remember if you're in retirement and you're taking 8% out every year, you are going to need to take 8% out the next year. And so while it's recovering, you're hitting that again. You're hitting, you're taking a, a, another uh, dive into those funds. And so this is what's called a sequence of returns. Now, if in the perfect world, if everything was always 10% every, every single year, that would be a different story. But because markets don't act in a, a linear way where it's just you're, you can expect 10% every year, it doesn't happen like that. Just because the average is 10 doesn't mean that you're going to get 10 every year, right? So that's, that's the first thing I want to talk about. The second thing I want to talk about is another way of looking at distributions, and that's through Monte Carlo simulation. Monte Carlo simulation takes a look at the probability of running out of money based on the distribution rates that you're taking, as well as the type of portfolio you have. What Monte Carlo uh, simulation does is it takes a look at thousands of iterations of possible outcomes in a portfolio. And it takes the, all of that information and it puts it into a probability of being able to you know, stay afloat. So for example, it'll say you have a 90% probability of, of not running out of money if you have this type of portfolio over this period of time. The reason why this can be helpful is because then you can make adjustments. You can say, okay, Perhaps we change our portfolio. Perhaps we make some adjustments there, or perhaps we change how much we're taking out in retirement. And that is going to have an impact on the probability that your money can last for the long term. So that's something to take into consideration. That's something that we help our clients with and that we can look at in addition to the other tools that are out there. And then the last thing I want to touch base on, because this, this group that listens is is mostly going to be executives and business owners, is what about your business? What, how do you turn that into an income over time? And there's a couple things that you can consider with that. One of the things I want to mention is what I see is often business owners, they like your business is your baby. You put so much time into it. You sacrifice time with your family. You sacrifice so much to build your business. And it is so important to you that you know, sometimes that's where you put all your money. And I totally get it. I understand how that is. I'm actually a partner here at CUI Wealth Management. And so I have been involved in that starvation phase where you're doing everything you can and it takes time for it to grow. Here's the issue that I see with business owners sometimes is that because they put everything into the business, they don't diversify their personal portfolio. And they're waiting for that day when they can sell that business and they can get a, a big sum of money um, for all the work and sacrifice they put into that business. And that's great. And in the perfect world, that's all you need. But in reality, this is what we generally see is that it usually takes a little bit more than that. You want to make sure that you have a diverse portfolio when it comes to your business and taking that into account, but don't make that your sole uh, source of income for retirement. You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. That's one of the reasons why it's important to have other investment sources, including your employer-sponsored retirement plan, such as your 401k plan that can help you reduce your tax liability as you go, but also gives you another source of income when you get to retirement. I hope this has been helpful. If you have questions, if you have needs, you can reach out to me or someone from my team. Once again, this is CUI Wealth Management that produces this podcast. This is the In Your Business podcast. If you've gained value from this, if you've learned something new, please like, 
please subscribe. And so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. Once again, I'm Michael Sayer. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time.